What's up, dreamers, believers, and visionaries? This is your girl, Marisa Velez, and we are back at it again for another episode of Get Your Life Out of the Trenches. So I did just go through a name change for my podcast because I wanted to be able to reach more people by making an obvious title, Trauma Healing with Marisa Velez. Still the same concept, a little bit more direct for people that aren't familiar with the term trenches. So there's that tidbit. Today on this episode, we're going to be talking about your beliefs, what you believe, and a little bit of my backstory and why belief is so crucial to helping you get your life out of the trenches. I was six years old when I first saw my father hit my mother. And I remember we went to go pick up my father from downtown Chicago. He was working. It was me and my two sisters and my mother. And I remember my mom was just sharing some details about my father and how he went to jail and just different things that he had went through. And being six at the time, my mind just didn't comprehend that that wasn't, that it was a secret, that what my mother was sharing with us was not something you should repeat. And so when my dad got in the car, I jumped up so excitedly and said, oh, dad, you went to jail? And I will never forget the look he gave my mother. It was this look of death, this look of wait until we get home type of look. And I just remember my just feeling this lump in my throat and my heart just sinking to my stomach and my chest and just feeling like, what the fuck did I just do? And so we got home and I remember my dad just yelling at me and my sister saying, you guys need to go upstairs. And so we did. But I came out of the room and went to the top of the stairs and I saw my dad put my mother up against this wall and start beating her. That image, that memory, the emotions that I felt in that moment completely shaped my entire life from then on out because it was in that tiny moment, that that 30 seconds where your mind is trying to grasp and understand what the fuck is going on. Because all you fear, feel is danger and fear. And at six years old, your subconscious programming, you know, your subconscious mind is piloting your life and your mindset 90% of the time. So at six years old, my mind was not able to comprehend what the hell was going on. All I saw was my dad hit my mother and there was blood. And in my head, I instantly felt this is my fault. You know, like I'm a mistake. This is my fault. I made a mistake. I'm wrong. You know, that's all the beliefs that my mind started taking in at this moment. It was just like, I'm a bad person and I don't deserve to be loved. And I, I'm broken. And just all these little subconscious thoughts that just kept swirling around in my head. And so I remember just from that moment on, trying to earn my mother's love, trying to do everything I could to basically repay her or make it up to her for what I had done. And so I walked around just always trying to feel like I had to do something to be approved, do something to be accepted, do something to prove like I'm not a mistake. I'm not a mistake though. I'm not broken. I'm not damaged goods. I'm not this. I'm not who you think I am. Like, I didn't mean to do that. I'm not a mistake. And over time, as I, I got older, things got worse. You know, my, my father ended up becoming 
an abusive alcoholic and he ended up drinking his life away and we were constantly living in this war zone where my father was constantly intoxicated and you just didn't know whether he was going to be a happy drunk one day or if he was going to be a violent drunk one day and we were always struggling with money problems and were the lights on you know you you just didn't know when you came back from school was the electricity going to be on was there going to be food and so I just walked around with this fear this this feeling of am I going to get hit today this feeling of is is he going to be violent today like is today going to be an okay day walking around on eggshells and for those of you that have grown up in the trenches for those of you that are still in the trenches for those of you that are coming out of the trenches where you're finally like I'm no longer having to fight someone for my life I'm no longer having to defend myself for my life you understand what I'm talking about when you live in that type of environment where you're constantly walking around on eggshells every tiny thing is a bomb you know someone hurts you someone says something wrong to you and they hit that wound on the inside of you that was created and birthed within the trenches and it makes you explode so you end up developing these toxic behaviors and then these mindsets that support the toxic behavior where you're just like if someone says something wrong to me it's my duty to defend myself because I need to survive right that's the whole point of being in the trenches is to just survive as long as I can make it through this moment, this day, this time, like whatever I have to do, that's what I'm going to do because I need to survive. And so what's so tough is that when your mind has been conditioned and programmed to focus on surviving, it sends these different signals to your body where doing something outside of what's normal to you may make your body go through this type of shock where you start feeling anxiety or start feeling overwhelmed or start feeling panicky or start having um, just nervousness and you start you start shaking because your body's completely pro- has now completely taken in this belief inside inside emotionally in this emotional state it's taken in this emotional state within you and it's said we need to survive we need to stay safe so trying to program your mind to tell yourself that it's okay for you to leave an abusive relationship it's okay for you to heal your codependency it's okay for you to do activities that will help you move out of depression everything that you try to do to move outside of the trenches without rewiring the beliefs inside your mind will backfire because your body has already programmed itself just through you being in the trenches for that long and all the conditioning everything that you went through your body will tell you it's not safe to heal yourself it's not safe to leave this relationship it's not safe for you to be alone it's not safe for you to not be in a relationship it's not safe for someone to show you love and kindness and not abuse you in every relationship. It's not safe for someone to hug you and tell you 
that they love you. It's not safe for you to have money. Like there's even money trauma that goes with it. Like all these different scenarios that come up when you're trying to leave the trenches. And so why is it so crucial? Why, why is the second thing after, you know, making a decision, making a declaration and having determination? Like, why is it so crucial to focus on your beliefs after that is because everything that you believe up until this moment has kept you in the trenches and it's learning to unlearn and rewire what you currently believe and adopt a I'm getting out of the trenches new mindset beliefs that's going to help pull you out of the trenches because your mind is programmed to keep you alive it's programmed for survival your mind is literally running on a programming tape or programming script and so it's through doing what I call shadow work where you analyze all your beliefs all your core values and writing it out why do I believe this why do I believe this because are you believing it because you truly do uphold that belief and that value and you stick to that or was it programmed into you See, because I believe that I was broken. I believe that I was broken and I was damaged goods. But the funny thing was, I never knew consciously that I believed that. I never knew consciously that I believed that I was broken. And so since that was a subconscious belief, something that I was not aware of, everything I touched broke. Every relationship I was in broke. Every car I had broke. All my money was gone. I was broke because everything in my subconscious mind was telling me, hey, I'm broken. So I believe that. So all my actions literally match the attraction to that belief. Literally, it's your mind goes, "Okay, this is what I believe. Well, look at my patterns. Identify your habits. Identify your patterns, your behavioral patterns that you do consecutively all the same all the time, all the time. If you analyze your your patterns and your behaviors and you look at it, you're going to start to notice that you're doing things all the time, consecutively, consistently, without even having to think about it. It's like you don't wake up in the morning and you go, well, I'm going to decide to walk today. No, you want to walk, so you just start walking. It's programmed in your mind. So are other beliefs and behaviors that are that were morphed and formed and you took in to your mind and your body and your soul because of a result of being in the trenches. You are the product of your environment, right? And so it is so crucial to rewire your beliefs because, because since you are the product of your environment, every situation that you end up in, every scenario that you end up in, every new relationship, everything new that you're trying to do as you try to move forward and leave the trenches and move and, you know, whether it's go back to school, get a new car, you want a better relationship. If you don't change the programming, if you don't change that tape recording, if you don't change that underwriting that's playing in your mind, it's just going to lead you right back to where you are because it's set up. The default settings in your mind is set up for you to survive the trenches. Now, the difficult part in trying to rewrite the script 
while trying to move out of the trenches is that you really, really, really have to believe that you can get out of the trenches. You have to believe that it's possible for you to leave toxic relationships, that it's possible for you to leave poverty, that it's possible for you to leave depression, that's possible for you to leave anxiety, that's possible for you to survive this divorce. Wherever you are in the trenches, the first level of belief is even believing that you can get out, even believing that you can survive this, even believing that there is another, there, there is a other side. That on the other side of this side, there's another side, there's another chapter. And I promise you, I promise you that it's maintaining and sustaining that vision that you can get out and believing that you can get out, that's what's going to help you get out. But you have to set up guardrails. So even within the level of beliefs, I in my program, I have a 90-day program out of the trenches where I provide daily support, right? Daily support through voice messages and text messages where I help walk you through 90 days of helping you to rewrite your subconscious programming to help you set up guardrails, what habits need to change so you can get out of the trenches, what beliefs need to change so you can get out of the trenches, what new habits do we need to instill so you can get out of the trenches, like what do we need to do to help you become who you need to be in order to get out the trenches because the person that you are currently is not going to help you get out of the trenches you will not be able to get yourself out of the environment you're in with the same mindset that's keeping you there it's just not gonna happen and so through my 90-day program I help walk you through that every single day because I'll be honest with you there are moments majority of the the trip majority of this journey of getting out of the trenches you're going to be like what the fuck what the fuck the whole way through my journey out of the trenches and i want to say it took me two years and now looking at hindsight i'm able to help you expedite your journey out of the trenches to rewrite your subconscious programming to reconnect with your soul and to integrate mind body and soul connection so that you have a better chance of healing yourself faster you're set up with the tools the techniques that you need to heal yourself and get yourself out of the trenches so that you can start living in pleasure and prosperity you were never meant to live in the fucking trenches surviving day to day paycheck to paycheck just making it by and just living in low vibrational energy of fear guilt resentment trauma like that's not how your life was meant to be and anybody that tells you that is a liar Because I'm so sick and tired of hearing, well, that's just how life is. That's bullshit. If that's how you want your life to be, fine. But don't go around telling everybody else that that's just how life is. And, you know, toxicity is just normal. And, oh, well, I can just be a narcissist and talk down to you because we're family and and apologize later. And just make you feel like you should just forget about it. Or, oh, you're being too sensitive. Like, no, fuck the bullshit. I have had to cut a lot of people off in my life. And that's the thing about also going through the trenches. You're going to have to sacrifice. But you have to, it goes back to your beliefs. What, what do you believe is greater? You being able to live your life on your terms? Or staying stuck to people because you don't want to sacrifice or lose those relationships because you already feel lonely anyway? Well, can I tell you that life on this side, out the fucking trenches, is so much more worth it? And your peace 
the peace that you obtain from leaving the fucking trenches and leaving the people that want to stay in there in there is so priceless. It's so fucking priceless. So fucking priceless. You will want to leave those people in there because all they, if they're not willing to shape up, then they need to ship out. Your life is too crucial. Your peace is too crucial. You being able to wake up and not want to die is so much more valuable than you holding on to relationships that are going to hold you back anyway. Those relationships are only there as comfort and convenience. Those people are only there for comfort and convenience because misery loves company. They don't want you to leave because then they'll just feel even more miserable. And they'll, you know, when they, they want you to stay because they want you to comfort them. People are so addicted and so attached to their demons and that's why they don't want to leave. You know, I'm, I'll be honest with you. This journey is not for the weak hearted. You're having to fight depression. You're having to fight a failed marriage, a lost relationship, infidelity, adultery, miscarriages, eating disorders, like whatever it is for you, whatever the case is for you, whatever the scenario is for you, it is a fight. It is a fucking fight to have to leave that place, that darkness. And it's not easy. I'll be the first one to tell you it's not easy, but is it possible? Yes. Can you do it? Yes. Do I believe that it takes vision, grind, and guts and support? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But I would not be sitting here telling you and feeding you a dream that's not possible if I didn't get out the fucking trenches myself. Guys, I went through two, two failed divorces five miscarriages, five miscarriages. I had five miscarriages and finally had my rainbow baby. And my life was flipped the fuck upside down, you know? And so I found out I was, I was pregnant, unexpected pregnancy, one night stand. And I'm like, I make $14 an hour. How the fuck am I going to, you know, raise a kid? Like, I don't, I don't, I I can barely feed myself. And so I was living with a friend from college. She introduced me to this guy and we, you know, we started, we started, there was some attraction there. We started feeling each other. And I was like, you know, how do I explain this? Like I'm pregnant, you know? And so I did. And he was like, oh, you know, congratulations. And I had told him about my plans for giving my son up for adoption. Cause I'll be honest with you. I was in no condition. I was in no condition, no condition, no right place in my mind to sit here and think I could raise a kid. One, I did not want the trauma that was in me to, I didn't want to give that to my son because literally that's what it is. That's what we're battling here is ancestral trauma, trauma that was passed down from generation to generation. And especially, you know, if you, you, your parents have been dealt with that type of trauma and their parents have you have to be the one to cut it you have to be the one that decides right here right now to say like fuck this shit I'm not going to allow this shit to take root and residence up in my future family like it's not gonna happen I remember when I was 14 I heard you know I heard God and I heard my spirit guys I heard them tell me you're gonna be the one that ends alcoholism 
I was too young to understand that. I didn't even know what that meant. I was like, what? I didn't even know who, where their voices were coming from, but I felt it in my heart. And to this day, like, you know, I'll drink a glass of wine, but that's it. I don't drink beer. I don't do hard liquor. And that's literally as a result of being able to draw the line in the sand and say, fuck it. No, no one in my family, no one after my son, my son's kids, their kids, like I don't drink. They're not going to drink. You know, I'm not going to put the heavy emphasis on, Hey, the way to feed your emotions and numb the pain is to drink alcohol because that's all my father's family line. That's all they did. There's just a, there was just a huge issue with alcoholism in their family. And so anyways, back to the story. So long story short, I met him and told him, you know, Hey, I'm, you know, I'll be giving my son up for adoption. He said, no, I, you know, I've always wanted a family. Uh, I'd love to help you raise your son. I'll name him after me. Like we can have our own family, you know, and it sounded good. It sounded great. He was, um, a one, some type of youth leader in the church. And so it looked good on paper, right? It looked good on paper. And I just remember in this moment, I remember in this moment feeling like this is wrong. Like something's not right here. Everything in my heart wanted me to believe everything he said. Everything in my heart wanted me to believe that he was real and that he was true and that all these promises he was making were legit. But yet there was that intuition within me. And this goes back to you needing to reconnect with your soul. Because that's why a lot of you are struggling within the trenches. Is because there's a soul disconnection from the trauma that you went through. It impacted your connection with your soul. And so, you know, not for me. Especially not being tied to my soul. Not being grounded and connected to the divine realms. To my spirit guides. You all have spirit guides. You all have connection to the divine realm and they're there. Your spirit guides are there to help you, you know, and if you need help accessing your spirit guides, if you need help connecting to the divine realms, definitely reach out to me. You can reach out to me via email. The email will be in the show notes. Uh, You can find me on Facebook, Marisa Velez. Definitely reach out to me so we can get you connected to your spirit guides and help you heal this trauma once and for all. Anyways, okay, long story short, he, we ended up getting married, and when my son was six months, the Friday right before our anniversary, he left, and he never said he was leaving. Um, I didn't have a job, I didn't have a car, I didn't have any money to feed my son, and it was in that moment that I realized, like, no more, no more, no more. I'm not going to allow my life to continue to go down this fucking path where people can hop in and out of my life, treat me however the fuck they want to, and then just up and leave and uproot my life and feel like that's okay. And so I literally had this, I literally was standing at my door thinking, do I move back in with my mother? My mother lives in St. Louis. I live in Chicago. Do I go back? Do I live? Do I go back and move back in with my mother? Or do I stay here and try to figure it the fuck out? And so I remember standing at the door. My All my shit was packed. My car was packed. I was all, I literally, it was just me and the baby. All I had to do was get in the car and drive to St. Louis and be done. And I remember standing at the door and just falling to my knees and thinking, what the fuck am I going back to though? What am I going to go back to? What is there for me to go back to? And I said, no, Marisa, no. 
growth happens in discomfort. So we're going to figure this the fuck out. And we're going to change. We're going to change. We're going to uproot all this negativity, toxic shit. We're going to analyze their behaviors. We're going to analyze their mindset. We're going to do whatever the fuck we have to do to eradicate this behavior and this mindset and these beliefs that keep leading us to toxic life events, toxic circumstances. Like, I was just so fucking done. You guys have to understand, like, I had an issue with submission. I had an issue with letting the letting a man lead i had an issue with you know just everything with like male authority because you know of my father my father being abusive and my mother you know instilling in me and my sisters that you never let a man walk all over you but in this relationship i promised myself you know what i'm gonna do it differently i'm gonna do it differently this time i'm going to i'm gonna be submissive i'm going to you know lay down my guards i'm going to be more open I'm going to do everything opposite of who I normally am because I want change in my life. Well, guys, this is what happens. This is what uh, this is what happens when you don't do the shadow work, when you don't do the rewriting and the rescripting for your mindset when you're trying to leave the trenches. Because on the outside, consciously, consciously, I was making a decision to change, but subconsciously, I was still doing things that were literally setting me up to have the same result where people were walking in and out of my life. I was not able to emotionally regulate my feelings. So I wasn't in tune with, well, what do I do? How do I react when I'm angry? How do I react when I'm sad? How do I react when I'm hungry? How do I react when I'm pissed off? You know, take a look and analyze. How do you react when you feel those emotions and those feelings? Because I promise you that you have the same triggers. You'll have the same triggers and the same emotional patterns. Completely the same every single time someone triggers you when you're upset, you're angry, you're sad, whatever the case may be. Because that emotional response was wired to protect you and keep you safe when you were in the trenches. And so in my head the subconscious programming I had was that people always leave. Nothing in my life ever stays. Nothing in my life ever stays. No one ever cares about me. And so even though on the outside, I was trying so hard to make this relationship work, make this marriage work. And he gave me a list of things that he wanted. And I, I obliged, you know, he didn't like certain books that I had. So I threw those books away. And it was just like, there was, I was losing myself in this relationship because something inside of me in my beliefs made me believe I needed to conform. I needed to bow down in order to be lovable. I needed to conform. I needed to bow down in order to be accepted. I needed to conform. I needed to bow, you know, bow down in order to be approved of. And see, that's what go that's why I keep saying it's so crucial to go back and analyze your beliefs because if you believe that if those are the beliefs that you have, that you are unlovable, that you're not approved of, and that you're not accepted of, everything that you do in life will literally be to sabotage yourself to make and confirm that reality. And so literally every single time I thought, well, I'm successful and I get a good job, I do something to self-sabotage it because I didn't feel good enough. And so 
in this relationship, I just kept believing that it just wasn't going to work subconsciously in my mind. My mind kept saying, well, people don't stay. They never do. So we would get into these arguments and I would voice out, well, you're just going to leave anyway. Well, he did. (laughs) He did. My subconscious beliefs literally did everything to confirm the reality of him leaving. It was like, well, you believe that people never stay. So the universe goes, okay, if that's what you believe, then here you go. And he left and he never came back, never said he was permanently leaving. And so here I am with a six month old. And it's like, no, I, you know, JK Rowling said that rock bottom was the foundation she rebuilt her life upon. I mean, that was my rock bottom. That sitting there in that moment knowing like I couldn't feed my son and just having that what the fuck? Like how the fuck did I get here? How like that for me was low. That was so low. It's one thing for you to starve, it's another thing for you not to be able to feed your kid. Guys, don't wait till rock bottom. Don't wait till rock bottom to get out. Don't wait till rock bottom. Don't wait until it's gotten so bad that you're like finally like, okay, well now I need to get out. Don't wait. Don't wait. Your life is too precious for you to just constantly wait. And don't even think and worry about the mountain that's in front of you. Every every journey begins with the first step. And that's literally all you have to focus on to get out of the trenches. Is literally just focusing on taking one step after the other, one step after the other, one step after the other. And really making that declaration and that belief that you can get out and that you will get out or that you're going to get out that no matter what it costs that you're going to get out because your life is so much more valuable and precious than staying in the trenches if you're depressed no there's life full of happiness and joy and peace waiting on the other side for you if you're struggling with an eating disorder we need to really do some soul reconnection to really help you reconnect your soul with your body so that your soul can help your body heal you know if you're going through a divorce i promise you i can guarantee you that on the other side of this on the other side of you healing on the other side of pain on the other side of you having to learn a new normal that there is tremendous happiness and wholeness on the other side and it's like are you serious marisa a million percent a million percent because what happens is that when you go through these type of experiences you embody you embody a a level of a new caliber you embody a new caliber of someone that has experienced so much hardship and so much pain and so much anger that a new a new aspect of you is now birthed Now you have a lot more experience in life. Now you're a lot more in touch with your emotions and your feelings. Now you see life differently, especially when you go through the tragedy of losing a loved one. You know, it's either it's either going to shape you or it's just going to keep you in low vibration energy. And when you lose someone, for the most part, I hope it helps you reanalyze how you look at time. How do you see time? How do you analyze time? right? Your life is so precious. Don't 
for any moment ever believe that you you should stay stuck in the fucking trenches don't because it's not it's not true and that's a lie that is a lie that the world the dark forces of the world society they want you to believe that shit they want you to believe that because the more you the more you you stay in that type of environment the less control you have over your life and society doesn't want you to have control <laughs> they want you to stay programmed and defective because that keeps less people out of the the pot to be able to go play at a bigger level in a bigger arena living life on your own terms so to sum it all up belief you have to believe your first step is believing that you can get out the trenches your first step is believing that it's possible to leave the trenches your first step is believing that you're worthy of leaving the trenches it all comes down to belief so what are you believing what are you believing my first assignment that I do with my clients in my 90-day program out of the trenches is having them analyze their core beliefs because I want to know where you are so I can help you rewrite those universal truths and embody the truth that it's going to take the belief that it's going to take to help you get out the trenches right so take some time and analyze what am I believing that's helping and keeping me stuck in this environment what am I believing that's keeping me complacent what am I believing what am I even believing that's preventing me of wanting to even think I can get out the trenches right go back and analyze those beliefs and line up your beliefs with your actions because your beliefs always end up leading to a behavior all right I love you guys this is your girl Marisa Velez I'll see you at the top.